the Chasing Daylight Podcast is sponsored by Good Walk Coffee Company. Premium coffee is born from a shared passion for great coffee and our love for the game of golf. We source the best beans from around the world, roast them to perfection, and deliver fresh to your door. Buy a single bag from the website or do yourself a favor and subscribe to save 15%, get free shipping, and never run out of your new favorite coffee. Go to goodwalkcoffee.com to order now. That is goodwalkcoffee.com. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. At Augusta, he's on his final hole. He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about a two iron, I think. Billy, 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 Billy. Let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like okay. that. Okay, I'm not talking. That's a peach, son. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's the resort. That that resort is amazing. Yeah, it'll it'll be good. The events are events are tough, you know, and and the toughest part isn't just you know as we're like trying to get sponsors and we got some great sponsors, you know, to to come help us with the event and and put on a good show um the toughest part is wrangling the golfers and like you know because look it's a business you're you're taking people's money like they're paying you money to to make them you know have a good time you got to give them an experience right but the the, it costs money so so like these people you know like everybody that plays not only are you gonna you know you're gonna pay but you're you're gonna like we do it in payment, so you gotta like stay on them, and you gotta like babysit. And well, we it's tried, like we and tried to put together so that hard. that overseas tournament at Lake Tahoe. Tahoe, yeah, and it was hard. and we had everything set up, and everything was good to go. And it was like, yes, let's do it. And then everybody was like, yeah, well. I will give you a shout out though, because the three people that actually did were ready, like came to me and said, I'm ready to pay. All three were people that have been part of, of course, your events. Of course, to you know what's really, and I, this is this is where I think it, golf is going in a sense. I could be way wrong, you know, especially uh, like as as we're all extremely into equipment and gear, and obviously that makes people a lot of money in this industry. Um, experiential things are taking off, right? So you did the solstice, you know, and big events and things like that. That's all really big. And I think it's going to be a big part of the game. So, you know, when we put on like players cup, it was, it was uh, just, it was a buddy's trip is what it was, but I didn't know the buddies. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know them yet. I was just trying to get to know people and using my platform, our platform, you know, that we're all on to reach out and gather golfers. At that point, it's just luck or it's just the quality of people they're all they're all managing their relationships on their own right it's not like it's not like um you know these golf trips that like ryan's hung out with a few of these guys and i just went on a little trip to stream song with a bunch of them and one of the guys from wisconsin that i met over a year ago you know came down played in an event and now he's playing with the crew that ryan's talking about from all these events you know it's like you can't babysit those relationships they continue those on their own on their own and it's crazy that basically everybody's still in touch and you know like some people kind of come in and then drop out and come in and drop out we're learning that but i'm not surprised in a sense you know that all these experiences are popping up 
you know, you've like got the, the ringer, obviously. There's so the many. Buck Club has their own battle at the bay now. I don't know. I don't know. My buddy Andrew, he found one that it's it's like high end clubs and it's a membership. And is it Friars? No. Is I'll, it? I'll send you the link. Thousand Greens? No. Ah, because that's because that's a that's a thing. But, but anyway, it, it's it's like seven events. The year, okay. and it's r- different courses all across the country, but it's not, you know, it, it's like it would be like Shadow Creek, yeah, and, and Pike Valley and Cypress Point stuff like that. Yep, and oh, like uber uber high end, and it's a it's a big nut to get into it, but that's what's happening. Yeah, is these I mean, experiences yeah. people are finding different ways to bring golfers together to have experiences that on their own they wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, and it's very hard getting people to want to like you know spend the spend the bucks um, because they all like you know I we lost I'll just say like we lost some players I'll just treat it as like it, it is right like it's gonna we, happen we lost a couple players because they're they're actually a couple of them are just so now engaged with the group of people that instead of coming to an event, they're going to go on a golf trip somewhere else it was, now. It's yeah. And it's like, weird. damn it, if I could just do every event at Streamsong, <laughs> Pine Valley, Bandon Dunes, right. you know, like yeah. I'd be fine. But the thing is, is a lot of those golf courses, and Ryan knows this, they're not like Reflection Bay. Reflection Bay is there to host golfers, wives, people that want to have a good time after the golf, you yeah. know, people that want to be pampered. It's, it's like a true little getaway. Whereas like, <clears throat> shit, you got to abandon dunes and you're walking, you know, 36 holes a day for three days. You're like working but to my, have a good time wife, on the golf course. Like, like your wife can only get so much abandoned cheese. And then she's like, That's, where else can we go? Yeah, right. Well, I'm, so, I'm and, not, and we have so many wives right? coming to our events, right? I'm not, I'm and, not taking my wife to Bandon, just so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I told, I told Mel, I'm like, uh, it's even Streamsong. I was like, eh, yeah, yeah we're, I don't, well, we don't the, really need to go there. The resort of Streamsong is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah but, but it, what? my wife likes to drive around in the golf cart. She likes Hammock Beach. She likes Reflection Bay. Yeah. Like, that's her yeah. vibe, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's what our events kind of, other than Pinehurst, and thankfully Pinehurst, one, sells itself, and two is, you know, Know, like they've just redone everything they got a brewery I was selling my wife on pinehurst the yeah. other day yeah well <laughs> got stable for it's fun you can enter it individually and it works the hell out it's awesome and you meet like i said once again you, the the coolest part about the stable part i hadn't done battle so i had not had that kind of camaraderie experience i hadn't done players cup which is a team right but stable for was fun because you get paired with all different so you have a team that you don't even really play with yep right i played with what six or no almost a new team every day i think i played with one guy twice every day. yeah but i played with a new person every day i played and you end up with all these cool relationships outside of that yeah you know? well and that was the point and yeah. and and you know it's like i sit here and i i tell you that's the point but i mean i 100 percent honestly that was yeah. the point yeah. that's why you know you were paired with me on yeah. the second round because and boy, we needed to get to know each other yeah yeah i knew that we needed to get to know each other mm-hmm. we met we're you know tied into this industry yeah so yeah. things are by design right i put like uh you know certain people with our sponsors if our sponsors are playing it it's like all right well no you need to meet this person and like you vibe with this but we know that by now right so mm-hmm. yeah the the best thing i can say is you know do a layup event do like 12 people in vegas and it's 
it's you know yeah, the yeah, six yeah, of us yeah. sitting around you know seven of well, us whatever it was six of us. <laughs> i'll speak it i mean i met matt on ig i only started golfing a year and a half ago no I'm kidding sitting, oh I'm i gotta sitting, show you a video yeah, i'm sitting here with you guys you know like i had one friend that golfed yeah one friend and then i had only one friend so <laughs> <laughs> so and, and I, you married her I, yeah no. <laughs> and that was quick two months we were engaged oh, wow. five months we were married so i, I was just like hey work. will you be my friend cool all right two months later will you be my wife cool basically yeah and I, I wasn't scared to go out by myself you know because i just wanted to play yeah and i got buddies that I met on the golf course that I talk to every week, you know, and yep. that's, that's the kind of thing that an event like yours can create, you know, like you said, that they're creating their own trips now. Yep. And, and as much as it sucks financially, it's great. You know, it's good. <laughs> it, and really it, it doesn't mean anything to us financially. Cause we, we don't like you guys got so many new players. We, yeah, but we also don't make a lot of money oh. off the players. The only money we get from players that is, beyond the actual like events and what it costs is like to get swag like we take the money and we go get swag you know what yeah. i'm saying so, and that's that's basically it we just always try to make that and and it's getting harder and harder because we're we're getting more streamlined you know as, as you know as a company as a business owner like you get more streamlined with the companies you work for or work with and then all of a sudden it's like man we used to have like 13 sponsors now we got like five and it's like well but these five are really important yeah so i would i would say like Those start small you, you know our first player scalp was 28 players it was only supposed to be 24 um but a couple people just came in and you know so i would start small and just create it and let it grow you know vgn bro vgn vegas golf network there you go. <laughs> is that a thing he that's a thing. thing that's we're, we're it's i like it a little community of uh like-minded individuals who love golfing that live in the valley I like I like it. Wait, you do you have that site or is it just No, 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 it's just a hashtag. You should get right? oh. Yeah, uh, you should get it, and it I should just link straight to your site. I don't need another website. <laughs> yeah, I have a shark golf. Well, I am Daddy Shark. Yeah. That that's is crazy that's, it's to me. Like, yeah. It's like it's like it's like Bob. It's like Daddy you saw that on Instagram. Who's Daddy Shark? Who's Daddy yeah, Shark? You don't want to know about Daddy <laughs> Shark. No, it's uh, so so. Battle Space coming. I'm excited about that. It's so fun to have you out here. It's fun to do all this stuff. Every time he says excited. Oh, it's oh. excited! He loves all of these things. I, you know what? Yeah, but I I have those things. Everybody knows that I have these things. Hey guys! Hey guys! Hey guys! <laughs> I just want to show you guys. This is you guys. Hey you guys! Hey guys. I want to show you guys. It's like, come on! All right, like that's not how we talk. Period. But now everybody's the next one. What else do people say when they first open up a story? You guys, I am so excited that we are doing this. We are here at Reflection Bay Golf Club. Like, what the? I said, who I said, talks like that? Like, did he show you the message? I said him today. No, I said I hope nobody ever like takes off with what is up Instagram because then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean the thing is, you you go to YouTube and you watch this. Like I watch, so I'm like a, a golf nerd. So obviously I watch like the Rick Shields and the DXG. Like I love what Ian and Matt are doing up there. Um, but but I just sit here and I go. 
Oh my gosh! If you like watch all the like Marvel videos where the guys are like explaining, they YouTubers do something really well. And I, I got into like some Star Wars Rise of Skywalker shit because after I watched it, I was like, all right, I need answers because I'm not happy with. We something. haven't so, had a Baby Yoda comment yet. Oh, my, what is up with this that? We have now. It's the greatest thing, <laughs> greatest thing ever. Um, all the memes, because ba- baby, just Baby Yoda meme I daily. I think is right what now. it is. Or Baby Yoda <laughs> yeah. memes. It's like one of the best accounts ever. Uh, but um, you know, so it's like you watch those guys on YouTube and they're they're very it's very similar like what's up guys it's like what's up guys you say it every time all right and it's like what's going on guys this is charlie from blah 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 and it's like i'm here to talk to you about it's like you know what a lot of people do too and this is like from my radio days right they're called crutches all right a lot of people and i'm sorry if i'm taking over this podcast right now i don't mean it but but like we we do these crutches right and it's not because that's how we talk right it's because that we're, we're used to talking like that so we just accept it whereas the harder thing to do would be to make an effort and really think about I'm not going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a video today. I'm not going to open it up how I did yesterday. <laughs> so do do today what you didn't do yesterday like and what you couldn't do yesterday. What's that? I like your inner voice. Yes. <laughs> right. What are going to do today? <laughs> right. So my, but yeah, so I mean, with all that, I just, you know, there's, there's all these crutches and people get into it. And I always like when people are like, so I just wanted to say, well, then just, why did you start with saying it? Just say it. Just yeah. say it. So, hey, uh, hey, buddy. When I was, uh, was rowing boats for a living way back when. You were what? I used to be a gondolier. Oh, my God. Really? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh. I believe it. Did Looking you, at you. There's memes. You <laughs> have plenty of memes. <laughs> with it. me in them. That's you great. haven't sent him a video of you singing yet? Oh, okay. No. Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, hey, he was killing but, it in the car the other but when day. You're, when you're there, you have to, so most people don't know this, we actually have to truly convince people that we are from Italy. Yeah, I believe that. And so you, you we took, I mean, it's like four weeks of training. It's hard for him. This, right? <laughs> it's great. It, it used to be very easy. You do a little bit of that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I, you always have to have a trigger to get you back into accent when you are trying to do an accent consistently, right? And so whenever I was doing that, I had this crutch and it was como se dice. So I'm like, eh, the como se dice, eh, yeah. little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like your word. It's, it's your word that helps you get yeah, to the next thing, right? Yeah, your trigger. Thing. Look, it was my trigger. We all do our things, right? Um, yeah. You know, I, I catch myself cool. doing it all the time, and I, I get mad. Like, you know, I am Mine's, a... Uh, um, um, you know, um, you know, in, in I'm not an um, I'm not a big I like all uh and um all um like Mel Mel like definitely um ums a lot and that, oh, I, that gets I, me because I'm right here in my head I'm going don't say um that. don't say um <laughs> so um is just you thinking out loud right so you know with that being said something I'll do a lot of times and and I think I do it and I just did it is I'll like start saying something and then I'll I'll stop it I'll say the, I'll start saying it again and and it's weird I it's a little bit of a habit in a sense because if you think about me when i worked on the radio i would edit phone calls right so if i'm in the middle if i'm in the middle of talking and maybe i and i catch myself doing this if i don't like the way like the first word out of my mouth is the way it sounded sonically i'll 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 change it right then and there you know so i'll be like you know talking i'll be like and and you know i was and you know i was like and i'll make that edit right there right because i you know like i'll make that later yeah I don't know. So it's a weird radio thing where you just kind of like know where you want something to go. And so, so you catch yourself. This will be a fun, fun. Uh, Can we talk about fitting? Are we going to talk about fitting? We got, we got three all-stars here. We're going to talk about crutches. I'm not one of them. I'm counting Ryan as the other all-star. What's, what's the thing that you say when you're in a fit to like, and you're, you're kind of at the end. Cause I've seen this before. You're like, okay, we're 15 shafts deep. 
right? I've already found you the best driver you've ever hit in your life. What's my pitch? Ten, you're, you're Are ten you're saying yards. like what's no, what's no, my crutch ten, in the bay? You're ten yards. You're ten yards further than you were before. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna help us move on. Oh God, so I, I don't even know if I can. I don't even. You know, it's it's funny and, and in class. It's actually very interesting <laughs> having like <laughs> two people that work for our company because I I have a very different mindset, right? So um, I don't I don't know how to say it. Like I'm extremely feel with everything like yeah. players vibe you know whatever it is like you could tell when a player is ready to move on yeah, yeah. if it's like if you find an answer quick and that player feels like they're ready to move on i mean you just move on right yeah. i say more by saying less i yeah. seriously and that's just the truth <laughs> you know me you know what it'd be for me Wow. <laughs> What's your credit card number? <laughs> well, no, I mean, everybody obviously makes those jokes, you know. Like, well, we're so, done here. So oh, this is hot. Oh, you nuked it or whatever it is, right? So so for me, when, when, I, when I get a guy that, like, he's interested in all brands and doing the fitting. With oh, and they want a demo day. Basically, oh, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. want to go to a mall, and it's like, ah, demo day. But then this guy that just wants results, and he's done. Yeah. That's the guy. Right. Where he's like, I got 20 yards. Well, so you, you had this I've guy actually, today. I've actually had my first combination done. He goes, yeah, this is it. Give me this. I want this. Yeah. Okay. Right, it's, the, I get it the, works like that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Iron's driver is usually a little bit harder to tell. But once yeah. we get that driver figured out, like, generally, same idea in the shaft generally, right? Usually, huh? Similar. But, sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of the first option, right? You Start there. To, that's the first option. You see what we need sure. to tweak from there, right? Absolutely. Always. So more often than not, it's let's try one. Okay, that one didn't work. Try the Get second on, one. Yes. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but the, uh, it's a feel thing for us, right? Yeah. yeah like you really – like when, whenever I see somebody swinging, I like feel – I, I go through that like motion Energy, of like, all right, I, you know, I'm kind of mentally like thinking about their transition and, and all this. I'm like, yeah. man, this person's like lashing at it, but they're not generating any speed. Why is that? And then you yeah. grab your shaft, right? <laughs> and can we all agree that we have like our rotation, right? Like oh, sure. when, when you see a guy, you know, maybe it's based off their setup, maybe it's based off their numbers, maybe it's based off their swing. Yeah. You see a guy and you're like, you know, I'm going to start with, the, you know, like I'm going to start with Slay. Right, I'm gonna. I need well, to get VA slide. Uh, right, across and steep. What? Well, su- yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It needs that ball. It needs needs a little bit of spin. Exactly yeah. All right. So, but here's it because it's get that. It's gonna get that ball up, right? So, but then when you start there, you go. Ah, oh, slide didn't work. Cool. I actually know exactly where to go. Just sticking yeah. on this corner of the wall with yeah. VA. Yeah. All right. Cool. Villain actually did something. Mm-hmm. Now that we know that villain's good, let's go to the other. Let's let's, let's go look and see. a brand profile, and then you take the profile to other brands. I seriously do, and I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I think I just do it. Yeah, it's probably the right thing. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with that? No, I don't. I I don't think there's such a thing as wrong. Period. Right. So all that matters is the end answer. This, brings this, me, this, this is better. To the next question, what percentage is a fast one? What percentage of the guys that you fit do you have to veto to get them in the right? Do you do you choose to veto to get them in the right club, or do you let them buy what they want to buy? No, I I don't. Ha- I, I would say ten percent. There's like drama. I would. Say, I mean, for me, I would say ninety percent. So many people, you do not come to club champion for the most part. Not knowing anything, like you know, you already know. Like I, they come in, 
nine times out of ten, just whatever performs the best. Correct. That's what I want. Yeah. You know, and and obviously, like I'll tell them, and, and I'm sure everybody does. Like, look, it's not just about like improving this number. Like, what do we need to see? Like, what are, if we're gonna you know sell you a set of golf clubs today, and you're gonna leave here with brand new sticks, and it's gonna make you a better golfer? What is it gonna take? Is it you know? We might get into it and go, dude, you you gained 15 yards with this iron. But the one that you gain eight iron or eight yards with in the air is actually like way better spin numbers, way better yeah. launch. Everything's better, you know, and the balls, everything's like that's when you start going, all right, you know, the, the data says this, but I'm going to argue this. All right. The instinct, the I mean. gut. Yeah. yeah I so mean, you like, do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but like ten percent of the time they're like, ah, man, you really want me in that? I, I want to be in this, you know. And by that time <laughs> but you're like, my golf buy said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you already know though. Like when you start going down that road, you're like, um, dude, I'm gonna put you in whatever club you want. <laughs> like that's just it. If well, you feel more confident about this, just know this one goes five yards farther. But there's also a trick today here is almost every manufacturer makes something that's similar. So if they do get hung up on manufacturing, you can find them a comparable option. I I am that guy, Ryan. Like, I am that guy that I'm – come to me and tell me you only want Callaway. Come to me. You know how much more efficient I'm going to be in the fit now that I know I don't have to waste eight swings (laughs) on a golf club? Like, you know, because, like, I had a a guy in New Year's Eve. You'll love this, all right? He was in from Amsterdam. Now, he's moving back to Florida. His parents live in Florida. But he lives in Amsterdam. I was, you know, it's New Year's Eve. We're technically closing at three o'clock, and it's just me that day. And I'm thinking, damn, man, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna, you know, my fits at ten o'clock. I'm gonna be done by, I don't know, say it runs long because I'm talkative and I'm here till two. He's my only fit today, dude. I spent six hours with the guy, right? (laughs) Because I thought we needed answers. (laughs) But what we really needed, what I found out, was like as we were maybe maybe two hours deep on irons only. Wow. Yeah, it was, wow. that's 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 an hour too long. Yes. I mean, beyond an hour too long, right? Yes. He he hit everything great, and there was a couple that were good. He wanted to try everything, uh-huh. and I'm sitting there going in the back of my mind, I got all the time in the world. I got all the time in the world. You know, that's my fit. And then I don't leave till five thirty, which is fine. That's totally fine. We got the answers. He didn't buy anything. Um, <laughs> he's gonna come back in April when he moves, yeah. and he's gonna get the. You know, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna retest the new drivers, oh, and then might look Whoa. at the irons again. And it's like, Whoa. well, these are the answers, right? Um, you know, so it's like um, situations like that where you're just so frustrated. I had a guy like that. The only reason it was bad was because my wife was mad because <laughs> for whatever reason she thought I really wanted to be at work two and a half hours after the time I was actually allowed to leave. So, but you know. So things things like that that happen. What was your what was your guy you were talking no, so, about? So it's like I that. Guy, I had a demo guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but, but you need to know going but, in. But this, he just you could just tell some people come in and and they, so can, can they you, trust that you're gonna find them in the, the right you, club. Can you ask them that up front, or is that? Can you go? Hey, I have what no is, problems asking anybody what, anything. What do you want today? Do you want to try everything? Are you looking for one brand? Is that a game? I plan? think that's the first thing we do is we say, you know, because they they fill out a sheet. You know, we got their their info and, and whatnot. Sheet, yeah. and, you know, we know what brands they care about. And normally, if they put anything, it's it's TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, Titleist, and yeah. it's or it's like, <laughs> well, I, well, I got Pings in my bag, so I just put Pings. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. 
but deep down the first mm. then then you like bring that up you, I don't want to say confront him, but you say, all right, so it says here you're uh, into ping and, and tailor-made, right? He's like, oh, I mean, I don't really care, you know, whatever, whatever I get, right? <laughs> it's whatever performs best. It's on my phone. I had it. That's, that's 98%. You ask uh, him that, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm surprised because I am as brand agnostic as I am in, in fitting, and, and people give me a bunch of crap because I'm Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. Well, whatever your percentage of Cobra sales this were are, it's probably the same as mine, right? Because mm-hmm. it's probably just equaled out in the fitting as far as data, you know, the data. It's not, you're, not, you're not buying for you, you're buying there. No, I'm like, look, the data says everything. Like, if somebody fits really good in a Cobra Club, great. I don't feel bad telling it to them. And, but if they fit into a title, it's better, great. I don't feel bad selling it to them. It's whatever's best for them. But now, right now, Forge Tech is probably like eight out of 10 iron fits. Like, man, that shit is crushing. I I got a question for you. I asked this on the last episode. So 2019. (laughs) Um, Dad joke. I liked it. I kind of liked it. So I want to, I'm going to ask this to our guests. Um, Not including what's in your bag right now. Yeah. So take everything that's in your bag. This is awesome. Out of the I, question. I know where this is going. All right. A club that you had, that you loved, that you thought would never, ever leave your bag. And then what replaced it? That's not where I thought that was going. Damn. <laughs> Damn. But I, 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 no, I may, again, I may give you, what do you think? What would I, okay, no. I think you were thinking, what was, what would I play if I didn't have to play? Yep, exactly. And, and I'm going to answer that. Oh, no, no, I'm gonna no, answer, no, no. No, because no. it's, it's an awesome answer. That's a good thing. So as far as what you're talking about, um, I don't romanticize over golf clubs like that. Like I, I just truly cool. don't care. Um, my sand wedge is still sitting at uh, Reunion Resort from the Players Cup. That was in October. I really would like that pack. I do miss it. <laughs> Nothing's replaced it. I just took my 52, been at 54, and I'm rolling 47, 54, 60 right now. Um, and it doesn't really matter. Um <laughs> I like that 56. It says it's stamped. Uh, it says, uh, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, um, from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> so, so were you playing Trey? No, 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 no. This was, no, I didn't throw it. I did throw it. This is how it works. But it was a good throw. So we were playing Trey and Mikey. It was oh, it was the uh, the we, Bagger Vance oh, match. Bagger Vance. So we finished in the dark. Yeah, they finished um, in the dark. We actually had the lights out. Yeah. Called the, the Bagger Vance. Yeah. So dark. Yeah. Um, so it was awesome. Coobs on the par three right next to our villa, wherever it was. I don't remember. Number 12, maybe, or 12. something like that. It, he chipped in for a birdie. And I threw my club in the air. And what left? I didn't go back and get it. <laughs> it's still sitting there. Actually, you know what? Like, if someone listens to this podcast and DMs me and they're actually like there, they can claim it. Like, it's theirs because I, I, I'll get another one. It just, I think it's going to be hilarious if I see that show up on, on Instagram. Um, so, so this is like, I feel bad, Matt. Like, I don't have a good answer because no, there's nothing okay. like I feel Everybody the club that I it. sold that I wish I didn't sell oh, there you go. was the R510 DF. Ooh, it was the it was before it was before the TP. Uh-huh. So the TP was the first driver I actually like invested money in and it was my freshman year of college. It, it was like the first one we hit that like that it. one kind of high toe and it just goes really high with no spin and goes forever. Yep. You know like I really wish I didn't sell that golf club. Um, I had a set of TP smoke irons that oh, I really wish I didn't sell because so I got them for a really good deal. I had a chrome version. 
See, and I love those irons. Um, other, would recommend. Yeah, right. Absolutely. They're they're great. Um, other than that, the can the pure spin wedge count the fifty two degree? <laughs> so let's, let's, so I want to shift gears. So what would you play if you couldn't play cobra? Cool. So what would I play if I? <laughs> so what would I play if I couldn't play cobra? And that's what I thought Matt was going to ask. And and the reason why like I think it's really cool is I have one of the irons that are currently in my bag for about five years. Because if you think Your about the the, the King Forged MBCB combo, the flow set, those have been out every bit of four or five years yeah. um, after AMP. And all they did was, you know, two years went by and they refreshed them. And, you know, I don't, you know, those are, they changed the, the weighting and the tungsten. So I'm like truly playing a set of irons that I I actually went back to, you know, like I screwed around with Forge Tech. They're great. I'm going to do like some content around one length versus Forge Tech or versus variable because I have both sets. Um, but but as far as like, yeah, but as far as, you know, my irons, they would be my irons. My fairway wood, I no, think it goes. can't play Cobra. No, 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 no. That's, I, if I was, oh, I would say if I wasn't being paid by Cobra. Okay. No, no, like, if I couldn't play Cobra? Really couldn't pick up a Cobra, Cobra, Cobra didn't exist. Um, Cobra doesn't exist. What would you play? Whatever fits. Uh, <laughs> the answer from the no, fitter. Smart answer. answer. Your earlier comment about I don't romanticize about golf clubs, I actually think that's right. I yeah. think you'd play something that was squat, short heel to toe, that was a blade, and that would look as raw as possible. Yes. Yeah, so let's. Um, Apex MB raw. It, like I would like to see, I would like to see the blueprint shape, as yeah. far as how squatty they are, um, more perform like the Hanma Rose yeah. Roto. Yeah. Then, if I could Hanma. make those two things, or the the Mira, what are they? Five hundred ones. So, so I was yes. gonna say that I would, I was gonna say the, the raw Mira five hundred ones, which is like a regular. Model. Yeah, but I'm not a Mira guy. I don't like that shape so much. You don't like the high hip. That's exactly what I, I don't like. I hate the high hip. Um, so, and and sometimes the, the the toe the the top the toe gets very pointy to me. Like I don't like round to point. To point. I like oh, it to yeah. be very square or whatever my yeah. King CB or MBs look like. That's just what I want an iron to look like, yeah. right? Like uh, I, everybody was pumped about Ricky's new irons, you know, and things like that. Uh, I'm gonna get a set if they come to retail, and I'm gonna put them on my wall. Only as a fanboy yeah. of Cobra, but that is that is it. I am not going. No, I would play the the. I don't like the long on the seven, uh, the TWs. I, I don't like the long heel to toe. Yeah, well, I don't like the longer the blade because those yeah those are, those are modeled in very tiny grooves. I don't like the tiny want. grooves. I don't like I don't like small grooves. Yeah, it looks yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Looks like I'm playing an old school club and yeah. all that. But uh, driver, you know, it's like I put a Cobra driver. I had a LTD. And the screw kept wanting to come out because yep. for whatever the uh, reason, they didn't reverse thread those. If you think about most righties going this way, like they're basically swinging with the threads, so they would come loose. Um, West, it, West uh, Ma, um, how do you say his last name? Ma, 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 I think it's Ma. I like West. He, he had to epoxy his because he's obsessive. Yes. He loves limited, it. He loves yep. King Limited. Yep. But he epoxies his. Yep. He said it would come loose. It'd come loose. So uh, the LTD was good, and and uh, that thing kept coming loose. So my buddy gave me a tour issue M2. I think we all remember the first gen M2, and it was pretty awesome. Yes. Um, I hit that one great. I got two more tour issue heads off eBay, and they just weren't the same. It was something about that one. And, and we know that, right? It very well actually could have been just the overall weight of that club head with the shaft, you know, just plug and play, and it just was – 
the other ones weren't the right swing weight, whatever it was. So um, I like that driver. But ever since then, I played F7 plus, F8 plus. Then I got actually, you know, as an ambassador of Cobra, F9 comes out, and I've got SC, and I I literally love their driver. So there's there's not one. TS4 is about my favorite shape. Yeah, I like mm. the high on the wall. I like the high, the high face, and and kind of. The I just like I like squatty. Squat, I mean, yeah. think of the R five ten TP or DF. Yeah, the slider I, mini. Um, I had. I think the uh, mini driver is the stupidest club ever, and that anyone that buys one might as well go get a GX seven so, or a T less. That was the next question I had for you. <laughs> he comes to play. He's from Stanford. He comes to play out. We played out at Revere. He doesn't bring a driver. You played with I him. Did. Yeah, remember? Yeah. He hit the mini driver. He's got, He's driver got that, that. The, the new one. The, the original one. Yes. What's the new one? The, the it, no, original one. He comes to play like Vegas with the original one. He's like, this is going to be better. In the first three holes, he hit like 200. Dude, okay. That's just it. He was so bad. He was like, why did I bring my driver? That's just it. I'm just saying. It's like, um, you know, what, what do you want to The game does not need to be harder. No. Like, what are you, I, I was like, what are you doing? So I, I was. I, yes. What? I, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. You said GX7 and just sent me a woman. GX7. I, I the T-list. I, I had somebody have a T-list once and I no, gained no, him like 40 no. yards instantly. No, no, no. I it saw, was awesome. I saw a guy on the range at Revere. And you know, you know the clientele at Revere. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So he he had he had the, he had the GX7. He had the T-less. <laughs> Tell me, he had the like square sole. The, he the, had a square oh, strike. Uh, square strike. Yeah, square strike. He had them all. It was a mail order bag. <laughs> it was infomercial purchase. One on one. Warrior hybrids too. So, <laughs> so, so, how, yes. how fun do you think it would be to have an infomercial tournament? Oh my god! I would absolutely love that. <laughs> but the thing is, is it would be like you have to do like a day. It's kind of like the ringer does, like the derby. Yeah, you have to do like a derby with infomercial golf. I think it'd be awesome. You obviously, I I think you would just have to strike. have like yeah, the square strike. Yeah, that's what. It was. And it's like, dude, that's an eight iron. wide soul right so it's like all right some every once in a while somebody will have something like that in the bag I, and, and i always joke around and it's it's fun but nine times out of ten they're like yeah that's my favorite club that's, uh, why, that's why it's there so i would say so uh topes grenade yeah the, so the bomb tech has, yeah he had the bomb tech at stampleford the original oh, and he Sully. destroyed oh, it and and then and then the next tournament he got the new one wasn't no he got the tailor made at this last tournament, yeah, I don't know. and he almost broke it like four times because he was like, "I, I want my bomb tech." Uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, there's um, I've had enough people. Like we're a really big. I don't know what Vegas is like, but we're a very big military town, uh, Jacksonville. So we have a lot of mil military come in, and Nelson's too far. Yeah. 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 Okay, so they go so they, here because yeah. military. Really? Okay, so dad retired at Nellis. Wow. Okay. So I didn't know that. So yeah, that makes sense. Really now, like we have people come in all the time with like the warrior golf clubs and things like that. And every time somebody comes in, you beat them. 
But then there's that one guy who just, for whatever reason, rushes the hell out of his out of his. I only paid shipping for this. King King Viper, King Viper irons, and all of a sudden it's like this guy is he's an efficiency machine. Like what? Okay, what are you here for? Right, go get some more King Vipers or whatever. Go to the snake pit. What was it? So I guess the question: What was the first? driver you actually bought oh wow and i'm gonna explain it too um this is because of infomercials right and i brought up the pure spin wedge that's the club that i replaced (laughs) i really want that club back it just it was like diamond face it's gonna last forever john houston shooting 28 under that had the black face just crushes ass all the time john houston with his wedge spins that's all i wanted right so i'm like i just picked up the game at 12 13 but i'm like really playing for the first time freshman year in high school and it's like i got the pure spin wedge i just want the ball to go back behind the hole and spin back spin right back. um i watched 10 no cups spin a three wood back and lose the u.s open like i was a backspin with my gap wedge i didn't know it was an attack wedge right do not ruin 10 cup so as that is uh that's my favorite golf movie me too okay. yes yeah, cool by far and well, i, not by I far. watch it's it close. hoping he's gonna win every single time he never does he always um, fails. yeah it's crazy back spinning a freaking three wood did, like really no, no everybody's gonna remember your 12 Roy. Yeah, right. I remember. I remember Rene Russo a couple times. <laughs> in that movie. Uh, so, um, as far as like the first driver I ever bought. All right, this is how it worked in 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 the in Plainfield. Plainfield's uh, just a little to the to the west of uh, downtown. We're like right where the airport's at. So anybody that's flown into Indy, you've been to Plainfield. I live ten minutes away from there. We had Supreme Golf. And that was in 97 when Tiger won the Masters. That was where my mom would go into Kroger and I would walk, you know, to Noble Romans as a pizza place. I don't know if those still exist. And they had a video game in there. I'd play that. Remember when you're like, mom would drop you off? Like, what was the game? You would go do your own thing while she grocery shops and you're like seven. What was the game? Okay. Um, always uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle oh, game. The game. arcade, Ooh, right? The original yeah, yeah. one. Mine was, that was four Dig Dug. That Dig was my arcade. Oh, game. no, man. So I was, I was very like Mortal Kombat. And yeah, so uh, with that being said, that's where I first saw the Tiger Woods, the red jacket that he won or that he won the 97 Masters in and things like that. And I'm like, oh, that thing's like $200. So like, what? (laughs) Then I walk in the store and I'm like, big, biggest, big birth of $300. What? Golf is ridiculous, right? This shit must be awesome. Um, That was like when I got into the game. And so when I was 14, I really, you know, was shooting like, I think I averaged nine holes score 51 or something my freshman year in high school, but I could spin the ball backwards with my 52-degree <laughs> pure spin wedge. Um, and so Supreme Golf ended up – I ended up working that for them eventually, but they became like top golf. There was a driving range, yeah. all artificial turf, you know, targets out there. Obviously, it wasn't top golf. It was a place to go try and, you know, work on your game and, and try out new equipment. It was like uh, – they golf headquarters bottom. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we were golf headquarters, but um, I would always get gift cards to Galleons, which was a, a sporting goods store oh, yeah. that uh, Dick's actually bought Dick's, Galleons. Dick, Galleons used to be at the Galleria. Okay. So um, Galleons was awesome. Uh, I remember my mom like slinging Oakley's out of Galleons at one point <laughs> in my life, you know, and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I would always get Galleons gift cards. And then all of a sudden, it slowly started to switch to Supreme Golf gift cards. And my first driver I ever bought was the, uh, because I couldn't afford the Thai Bubble 2, I got the Burger Bubble. 
with the S90 bubble shaft, 9.5 yes. loft. Yep. I hit that thing like this shitty banana cut, <laughs> like two tan out there, you know. The but but damn it. Um, but what it was, so there was, um, if you remember when TaylorMade Fire Soul came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it like they had infomercials. Tailor made were running infomercials for their tailor made with fire soul drivers. They and they, because Ben Lundwood is now playing a uh, 15 degree fire soul hybrid uh, <laughs> with tour a issue. Made tour issue, tour issue, fire soul hybrid, which he didn't know there was three dots. It was called the rescue. Yeah, it was the, the rescue. <laughs> and and it has a matrix black tie shaft in it. <laughs> wow. It I always so just good. loved how they went from the really dark copper to yeah. the bright orange. And then, <laughs> and then remember, like, I just remember Marco Mira lighting it up. And, you know, yep. this was right after he won the Masters and the Open in the same year. So, you know, I'm like, damn, anything Marco Mira does, I'm, I'm in. Like, who am I like? 13 years old worshiping Marco Mira. Like, how boring is that? I just that's, thought about that out loud. Golf. Right I mean, Tiger worshiping. Well, right. Yeah, at that time, does. it was all the same time. But so, and then I bought a, you know, not knowing anything about golf, right? So, like, my first purchases, other than like a Dunlop set at Kmart to start the game, <laughs> um, Prima. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man. The five wood was the shit. It was like that put that thing in a divot and I could hit it out of it. It just had like this sharp leading edge on it, you know, it was 19, 20 degrees of loft, whatever it was. Um, but I bought off eBay. This is when like things got bad. And that's when you go on eBay and you're like, I'm like 14 years old. Dude, I'm 14 years old and I think, I think, uh, Man, I got 200 bucks. Let me go see what I can buy on eBay. And I get to tie Burner Bubble 2, whatever, the titanium one. This one's bigger. It's going to go farther. I got it with an M70 shaft. Turns out that's a senior shaft. Like, you know. Later in life. I'm like, wow. All right. I bought a set, um, you know, very recently after that. I think it was my sophomore year of high school. And this is when I was actually good at golf. You know, I went from averaging like, 51 to 39 on nine holes in, in like a season. And, uh, you know, cause I got a job at the golf course and start playing golf and you get better golf. Like, what do you know? What are the odds? Very um, similar story. Yeah. So I get, I get <laughs> MP 14s off eBay Yep. and they're like, Ooh. whatever yep. shaft, stiff shaft, two degrees flat. I've never been anything really flat in my entire life. Right. And then the faces are caved in and I paid like $220 for these. And I remember the first round I took out with them, uh, was one of the best rounds I ever had on nine holes. I probably shot like 31 or 32. And at that time, this was an, I averaged 39 in competition. Like this is like, what I'm shooting under par, but Dude, they didn't have grooves. Like the, <laughs> the seven iron pitching wedge, nine iron, uh, five iron, they were all like flat in the bottom three grooves. What we know now is they lowered your spin. And for all I know, High launch, low spin. I probably gained some yardage. So I remember shooting the unofficial, like best score I shot at the time, which was 65, which says 600 on our golf course on Thanksgiving when there was actually snow on the ground. Oh. Um, there was snow on the ground. It was melting, you know, and there was some ice still in some of the areas on the greens. Shady spots. And stuff. Do you obviously know the scene in Caddyshack when they're playing and the heavy stuff isn't going to come down for a little while and it's raining? Red first. Dude. That's what was going on with me. I was like, 
putting over snow caps, and the ball was going in from like 30, 40 feet. I'm like, oh my god, it's the best round I've ever played. Of course, I'm by myself, but I'm like, I swear this shit happened. And, and now looking back, I'm like, I did that with MP14s. It was 35 degrees outside. The grips were terribly firm. Like, I was so painful. And here, and here, I've like shot a score like that twice, even remotely close twice since then. And I don't even count it because you just go, dude. I was so much. I'm like, even now, not playing good. I'm like superior to who I was when I shot that score. So it's like, but it was it was the Caddyshack moment, you know. But man, I I I really went back on golf clubs there, and I didn't mean to. But you you get me really excited. That's when I started the game. So going back, I worked with a guy at at Las Vegas National. Um, he was he was like a plus two. Um, terrible tournament golfer, but solid say we i worked in the cart barn and we had the same schedule so we worked three days in the afternoon two days in the morning and the days we worked in the afternoon our gm would hook us up at other courses so we'd go play and then come work and then go to the range afterwards and then the days we worked in the morning we'd play our course afterwards solid solid stick and he had these clubs from the 60s that were just <laughs> awful and i was like Chuck, I said, you're a solid stick. Why don't you have some new clubs? He goes, I'll tell you a story. He said, I, I was in high school coming up and and playing golf, and I, I got the bug, and I wanted to play, and I told my dad, I said, I need I need some new clubs. Give me some new clubs. And my dad said to me, he goes, and I look back now, dad was a smart guy. Yeah. You break par, shoot par, break par. I'll take his store, buy you whatever you want. He's like, okay. He said, so it, it took me about a year. And he goes, so I, I came home one day and I told him, Dad, 71, broke par, first under sports car. And he was 16 at the time or something like that. And his dad said, okay, let's go. He's like, what are you talking about? I told you. We're here to break par. I'll take you to the store. And he's like, you're not touching my clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No way. They just shot 71 with those. Yeah. Lesson not learned, my right? Clubs, yeah. So it's it's funny how golfers fall in love with stuff that performs well for them. And I and I got like uh, you know I've got for me I've never been a good three wood player. I can go all the way back to when I started playing the game. Never hit three wood good. Um, probably can tell you what two years ago whenever F eight came out, I got the F eight plus. It's the first three what I've ever hit that I actually like like hitting off the ground. Like I don't care the lie. I'll hit it and under pressure. I don't know if I'm gonna take that club out. <laughs> like that, and it's well, like I, so it's been there for two, you know, F eight and now uh F nine. They've got the S Z is amazing. I hit it at Top Golf or Drive Shack actually at a little like media day event, but I can't tell you like my three wood does what it does would you guys agree that that's the hardest club to get out of somebody's bag in a bit i mean you look even on tour man i mean Mm -hmm. tiger played his three wood forever stenson just finally replaced his because he broke it freddie's still playing his old callaway freddie's still playing that old thing i mean three wood's the hardest club in the bag i think it's hard i I have even myself so yeah i play a three wood from 2012 I believe it. Well, I played the I played the rogue when well well it's rock when the rogue three wood came out I put that because I was playing. God, I don't even remember what I was playing at the time. Um, but that I was like, what with the jailbreak and the and, oh yeah, 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 oh my goodness, this is amazing. And I thought that was never gonna. Leave. And you can even go back and read my article. I'm like, this club is never gonna leave my bag. And then I hit the Hanma. Well, you hit the Hanma uh, first. 
and you well, would, yeah, you would hit this. Five no, no, no. I hit the not believe. Yeah, the five would I did it get was for a you. Magic club. Like he could hit it two hundred to two fifteen, and he could stop it with spin with no on, a, on a rope. Yeah, like, I was almost just like just. Well, that's I. I just hit. This. I had the helium. <laughs> I, had, I had the helium shaft in it, and you even said to me. How are you hitting that club with that shaft? That's what I said. It's like, how are you hitting this 50 gram shaft so in your fairway wood? And we, you tried the experiment and it didn't work as well with three wood. But you well, I still have I still have the three wood in the bag yeah. now because I I got the three wood and and it the ball speed I get off that is something something about Hanma with that 737 series. The 727 series is is garbage. I haven't hit any of the 747 series, but the 737 series, they figured something out with their face technology. Yeah, yeah. Looked, because they're a lot and felt a lot. Their driver, their three wood, their five wood, even the seven wood. So it, is, it feels identical to I 15 to you. It's just, oh, wow. it's so, that's what it feels like. Yeah, just ridiculous ball speed. And yeah, that, I, I yeah, never thought the rogue was going to leave my bag, but that Hanma is. Identical. You know, I, I think, um, and I don't like. What's going to happen is Ricky, who I believe is still in FA plus, I don't know if he's going to switch. You know, it's tough because I think he said it best when he's like, look, my three wood goes 265. That's like how far it's supposed to go. So like, what am I supposed to do? Like just replace that? Like it's a three wood. You got to trust it. Right. When you're using three wood in some of the safer situations, when you think about it, you know, you don't want to like half ass the swing. So you're still like, trying to get the ball in play yeah. a lot can go wrong there three wood is way small i mean i think logic nowadays is like dude the driver's huge just hit the driver well, so that like a way bigger face right so, so you started like a year ago. i mean i i remember starting in 2008 i think is when i started playing 2007 2000, 2007 i was in china so i started playing really when i was living out in china and i felt like i had to because it was massive in asia and the courses were great so i was like i, I want to go play three woods right but I remember the first the first driver I bought I bought just to have one in the bag because it didn't matter. Yeah, it was yeah. in like early like early two thousand seven. I bought a killer bee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> killer bee. <laughs> it was the first new club I'd ever bought. Right, I and, this. and I wow. really wanted to put it in the bag because I my friends made fun of me for not having a driver in the bag, and I don't think I hit it for like three months. <laughs> like I literally didn't yeah. have a mark on it. And, and I find because every time I hit a driver before that, um, I like I had like the big Bertha one, the ten degree, yeah, um, I, the the Warbird, yep. Uh, I I couldn't keep it from going crazy spinny right, you know, and so I was like, this is a real this is a real problem. But uh, and I remember when I first started hitting the Killer B, which is such a great club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I started hitting it seven rounds in at Craig Ranch. Uh. Oh, Craig Ranch. Oh, Look at you pulling it's up skate Craig park Ranch. Now, right? I oh, it's broke a the face. park. <laughs> I, I broke the face, and I was so proud. I was so proud. I was like, this is the club. I never done it. My, and my friends, you know, were all like as idiotic as I was and just getting into the game. And they were like, oh, you're so strong. You're like, this is amazing. There's nothing to do with the inferior product. You're a beast. Kill the killer bee. But I had to replace it, and I picked up a King Cobra 400SZ. Yeah. Uh-huh. And wow. Well, that's the picture so you sent me. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. immediately the best driver uh, I'd ever hit. And I hit, I, I swear I hit I hit a uh, couple shots longer than I've ever hit a driver in my life. My yeah. first real driver I ever bought was the Cobra TI. 
Oh wow! Yeah. Did you have Offset? Yeah, oh, no? yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. do you ever look back at those and, and like the hosels and just the designs? That and little yeah. point. Yeah, it was, oh, it was very so weird. very weird. Everything about it was weird. I but just I hit uh, that thing so good. I'm so glad golf my, clubs have evolved. My three the way wood is is bigger than it now. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that works. Yeah. Man, I look back at, you know, because I got a set of uh, like some old Cobra blades from like the 80s or something like that. Like the logo is just, it's like big just, snake. It's just right? a snake, yeah. but it says Cobra in that really awesome font yeah. that they had on the F7, yep. F7. I like love Freaking that font, font, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, so I got like those irons and I like hit those and it, irons are funny, right? Because you don't know that there's a difference, even like the technology and the construction of a blade versus an old blade. But there's a lot that's changed there. OK, there's like they're making them way better. OK, so it's right. not just like, you know, piece of steel versus piece of steel. It's not apples to apples. There's a difference in everything. And I'll like regrip those old clubs just because they're obviously always crappy and rotted by the time you, you know, get them. Um, <laughs> But I'll leave like the shafts, and I actually reshafted those old cobras with like a modern day shaft. Yeah, I. So I, I, you know, it's just like fun to go out there and yeah. hit them. And the difference—it's crazy just how golf clubs have changed like I, that. I started lefty. That's I'm a natural lefty. Yeah. And uh, my friends, I, my parents, don't know anything about golf, and so me saying, "Hey, I want to go play golf," is like, "Go play." <laughs> well, no, I need st- I need stuff. <laughs> I can't just go play. I need stuff. Impressive, huh? <laughs> this is going to be it. I'm just looking at the clock. It's going to be a seven-parter. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I wanted to jump in and say, like, piggybacking off of what Ryan was saying, um, when I, I played a few times when I was a kid 20 years ago or whatever, and I, I picked up my uncle's driver. I couldn't make it over number 17 at Angel Park. Um, with my driver because I had old Spaldings like a junior set I was like nine years old my uncle handed me his uh, big Bertha and I remember I got it over the ravine first try but um, since we got three fitters in the building um, and you guys were talking about three woods I mean as far as like a three wood four wood five wood I mean as far as an amateur myself I mean, are there benefits to a three wood or four wood, five wood? I mean, don't they pretty much go exactly the same distance? Depends on the person. Yeah, I mean, big time, Depends right? Person, yeah, it's it, no, it, yes and no. Yeah, I will say this: uh, most ladies never, never need a three wood. Wow, I think he just called you a lady. No, Whoa, no, no. Hey. Well, you, I, I think I think you could even go a different way too, yeah. right? So you could go, uh, you know, ladies. You could yeah. also just go like a certain swing speed range. Yeah. You know, like I had a, I had a guy. He he's a member of uh, Peachtree in Atlanta. He's a member of Timaquana. Like he plays like some damn good golf courses, right? Mm-hmm. He's like uh, all. This is all he does. He had a three, four, and five hybrid. All right. Well, we definitely knew we were going to get rid of at least one of those, right? Well, what ended up happening was he actually had his three hybrid with the same shaft, same head, his G400, and then he had a four hybrid, same shaft, same head. Then he had the the five hybrid or whatever, and it was same shaft, same head, like as far as that goes. Well, the four hybrid is the one that performed the best. So I was like, all right, well, let me just go through the checklist here. And I'm like, all right, well, the links are all spot on. Okay. Let's assume the lofts are good, you know, because they're they're hybrids. So they're all set standard, the same. And I'm like, all right, let's check swing weight. A little difference in those. Mm -hmm. Next one, I'm like, 
right, we got a frequency machine. I'm like, let me just see which one it is, right? Like, what's the deal? And the four hybrid was just softer than the three and the five, mm. right? By by like probably a full like 12, 12 cycles. You know, it was like it was like a full flex and a half or flex yeah. range, right? Wow. Um, and I ended up getting them in Acra FX. Think uh, think M2s, right? M2 flex. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. soft, right? Yeah. So. All the other ones were pretty stiff, and we got them in, in the four hybrid. But what we ended up doing was just going, all right, well, now that we fix this, let's just do your four hybrid mm-hmm. and get a two hybrid. You know, because, like, what the two? Because mm-hmm. he, he had the three hybrid when it was lower lofted a little bit further. And I'm yeah. like, he needed, he needed, like, Tim Aquana is like no force carries. You just roll it up there mm-hmm. and hope that a turtle back green doesn't get you. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, you know, got a two hybrid and it ended up working and it ended up being perfect. But, yeah. you know, we went from three hybrids to two. But the same things with like fairway woods, right? Yeah. So how many times do you get a player where they hit their three wood and they tell you they hit their three wood yeah. further than their driver? I had it, I had it yesterday. Yeah. You have it every, oh, yeah. you have it multiple times yeah. a week, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and then you go, well, that's because and I and I like everybody knows that I love dynamic loft. That's my favorite metric on the board because I feel like it's one thing that when it's all said and done, I can explain mm-hmm. the why, and that's sometimes the hardest thing to do. It's a stat yeah. nobody ever talks about. Okay, dynamic yeah. loft. The actual loft that is delivered that to the ball. ball. You know, like yeah, if, a, if a three-wood has 15 and you deliver it with 12, right, or then you're, it's 12 degrees aloft. Well, if you have a driver that's 10 degrees aloft and you deliver with 18, it makes yeah, sense that the yeah. three woods might might potentially go farther because it's probably going to be going Yeah, well, in my, lower, in my situation, stronger. I had a three wood and, you know, I would crush it sometimes, but I just got a um, four wood. You yeah. know, it, it's, it's higher launch, of course. Are so they all different? Like, yeah. are they all different yeah, models yeah, and yeah, everything, all right? Models. Um, so it's instantly a crapshoot. I carry it about the same, but with the three wood, you know, I get more rollout, but obviously with the four wood, you know, I have a little bit better accuracy. Well, I, here, here's but but do you have it because of one degree of loft or is it because it's a completely different club that just sets up better that's to you, true. right? That's true, yeah. So what uh, if you had like the exact depends. club? I, 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 I'm not strong. We've talked about this a lot. You're not strong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You are strong. I've, I've heard you say we, we strong will. The other day, and I didn't do much lifting. Let's just say that. <laughs> He's like, go this way. I was like, you guys go ahead. I was directing. Really, honestly, what I was, he said, I'll take you to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Yes. 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 Tell me what to do. Hey, where do you want me? I can do that. Uh, so, so anyway, so 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 I believe also, in dynamic law. Yep. As well. uh, of course. And like beyond the whole thing. Yeah. So loft always wins. It's true. But it's not the loft in the club, it's the loft that you deliver. Yeah. Always wins. Well, and I argue Every that they're time. jacking lofts, not just because of center gravities and things, but that's because a lot of guys they they are adding four degrees of legs. Yeah. I've got to make your six iron twenty four yeah. degrees because yeah. you're making it thirty-two. Like yeah. I gotta do something yeah. to make it an actual six iron. Right? Had a fitting yeah. a couple of days ago where the only thing we were looking at is diamond loft. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. else. This dude was hitting a six iron like 30, 31 and added loft. Yeah. 32. It's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And whatever six like iron, it's somewhere between yeah. probably and 26 like, and 30 point, degrees of loft. At some point, I was like, Wilson is like a six iron is 24. Big, yeah. Scoopy. Right? Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's something that can help it. But this guy's like. I, and that's that's a good lead in the new D7s that just came out. Yeah. That I was playing. Um, they're very strong. The, the C300s where they're irons prior to this the d7s have kind of taken mm-hmm. that spot the d7 forge mm-hmm. and when i 
uh, got them, I I didn't look at the loss or anything like that. And then I reached out to our contact. And I said, "Hey, can you can you send me the specs on them?" And I looked at them and I was like, "Whoa, these are very strong." Yeah. And I sent Clayton a message and I go, "Dude, <laughs> look at these loss." And he goes, "No, those are the old D7s." And I went, "No." Just got this email. These are the new G7s. <laughs> and he said, well, well, the the pockets that they put in it, he goes, what did it, you're getting the loft. You're getting that loft that's getting you the launch. Yeah. Yes. But the pockets are making it go higher yeah. and getting more spin. Mm-hmm. And so when I got home last night, I started looking, and we even went over the data. Yeah. And it was a higher launch, more spin, more stopping, more distance. Yeah. And it's it's like the higher peak height, higher right. I hit it higher. That's what's amazing. I right? hit it further, but with more spin and a better launch angle. And it's I love seeing the fact that manufacturers are are taking technology and going. Okay, we don't have to go with low low or, or strong lofts just to get distance. Right. Let's manipulate that and add in a higher launch and a higher spin. Mm-hmm. So, yes, this may be a 24 degree where it should be 27, mm-hmm. but you're going to get the same performance because it's going higher, it's spinning more, and it's stopping sooner. You might get more performance. You're going to get more performance. Because and, and, there's I like mean, the ball speed we, benefit, right? I mean, we, like, we as hit, far as that I goes. Hit, I hit the Lynx, the C300, my Hanma, and the new D7 6 iron, and it Every single category, Doc will tell you, every single category was better performance-wise, and it's it's crazy that I, I love the fact that the, the manufacturers are taking. Hey, let let's look at what is needed. In, well, they're talking about it too. Yeah. But here's but here's something else. We talk about that in the prop as well. I, I get what you guys. You guys are all fitters, so you, I do understand it in a fitting context. We're right. You're wrong. <laughs> what are you about to say? It's wrong. You can, <laughs> no, hey, you, what's in your right hand? You can drop it. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to go to the bathroom. Uh, By the barbecue. Take a left. <laughs> no, so the, uh, so, so I like how you whispered, BB, Matt, the responsible man. And Ryan's like, yeah, man, just take a piss right around the corner there. Yeah, right by the barbecue. But don't, hey, don't pee on the barbecue now. <laughs> but anyway. So average average pitching wedge loft on tour. At this point, it's got to be. So they posted it. So West posted it. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's 46 or 47. I was going to say 46. Wrong. I'm going to. If it's 48 or higher, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah. It's 47. Average oh, oh well, we just said that. I, just I, said yeah, that. it's at 46 47. or 47, but. Yeah. Uh, check this. Okay. On the other side, the next closest was 48. So the, the second highest total were 48 wow. above. I believe that. It's ridiculous. Wait, wait, wait. But I, but 48. I do but not believe. Uh, you're, but you're talking about elite players, though. Burn That's, you're Burn, also talking Burn, about. Burn Wiesberger, for example. Okay? Guess what, guess what clubs he plays? You know what clubs. Tyler's? No, I don't. I don't. Know. So he plays, I'm not a big Burn guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been following Wiesberger very much. Yeah, you don't follow his blogs? I don't follow I, mean, I don't follow the Wiesberger.com. What was fascinating about his his iron field, he gets him, so he gets them all. Uh, AP2s. Yeah. And then he likes A leading edge and trailing wedge taken off. Yes. And B, he plays to a 48. Uh, it's a handicap. Pitching wedge. <laughs> <laughs> it is AP2s. Yeah. 
So forty eight. Okay, here's here's the deal, right? I, it comes. It, it depends on how you strike the ball, right? right. So well, when do you okay, go ahead. Well, I was just real quick. Uh, up, though, oh, go ahead. Most golfers actually would benefit from from more law. I would say they wouldn't. And, and I disagree. I think I I'd say it's a very fine line. No, like, I think I and I and I just and it's I just disagree. no correlation. I don't think there's a correlation in loft and accuracy necessarily. I think it's and like it just has to be the right golf club. You know, like once it's the right golf club, I think it's about what the rest is that. So so eight so Crossfield did it not long ago with. I don't believe anything Crossfield says. You want to know why? Because at this point, it's it's meta and it's cooler and it's more beneficial for him to be like the guy in Rick Shields is starting to get there where he's like, Oh, you have an F nine. You don't need an SZ. Oh, you've got an M five M six. You don't need a Sim Sim max. They're the same. No shit, dude. But like you're, you know, so anyway, three clubs. Okay. All seven, excuse me, all, all same lofted. And then he also does seven, eight, whatever in the other, in the, in the different clubs. Takes blueprint G four or G five hundred hollow back whatever yeah G seven hundred and then the um the the uh, what the I five I five hundred I five hundred and they all went the same distance no Dude, at the same loft so the, at the same loft none zero they all went the same distance uh, in the excuse me not at the same loft at the same club. I tuned out actually now at this point. For, <laughs> okay. To get the same loft, you had to have a seven and an eight and a six. Or no, seven, eight, and a six. Yeah, I'm so confused. So is, are, are these clubs, whatever the clubs are, are they the same loft? So they are the same loft. And did they go the they same distance? The same no. So what's the, the result? The one that actually went furthest was the ping blueprint at the highest loft, okay, with the appropriate length. So same loft, 34 across the board. That's a seven iron in blueprint. Yeah. See, I just feel like that's a really good YouTube video, but not a valid test. But in reality, I, but this is what I've seen. Well. Most golfers love that. Most golfers <laughs> don't present enough loft to begin with. So you're gonna hand them a pink seven or a, a P790, and most of the guys I've seen playing that launch it for either super thin and they they fly the green mm-hmm. like crazy. And it's just so low spin, right? So low spin, and they can't launch it, or they hit it really well, and it's still too flighted. Because they can't get it up in the air enough to stop it. Yeah, it's because it just doesn't spin much. I so mean, for the most part, it doesn't out, spin much. Is, I have two seven nineties. Yeah, this is one of those kinds of guys. Yeah, and everybody I know that plays that club in particular, so has that problem. Well, right. mine go up, mine go yeah. up and stop. Mm-hmm. My P seven ninety. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Bellinger. I'm gonna destroy his name. Golf News Net. Do you know him? Are you familiar with him? No. He's a phenomenal writer, and he's got a great website, um, Golf News Net. Um, he posted a, uh, something the other day on Twitter that said, what is something in the golf industry that you feel is just nonsensical? And one guy commented was the numbers on the clubs. Because <laughs> a seven iron with Cobra is not a seven iron with Wilson is not a seven iron with scratch. It's not a seven iron. It's not yeah. the same. Well, it's and, just, yeah. And that's one thing when Terry Kohler with, with score and now Ben Hogan, where they were putting the loss on the irons. Yep. It's just so and hard to play that way. it's so hard to play that way, but you know why I've done it, I've done do, it twice, but do you know, scratch and once with it. but do you know how, why it's that hard? Because you have the mentality in your head that my seven iron goes this far. Yeah. My seven iron, I hit my seven iron this far. Don't give me more numbers. Like, don't add more yeah, numbers. Don't add more right. numbers to it. Like, right. Yeah. So it, it's 
it's crazy that the way the manufacturers are doing things now that loft is the number it's not the number on the iron right it's right. it's the loft but but at the same time and and it's something like i can't even explain it right it, so it, well, it's you sexy can take too. something if i hit my six iron 190 yards yeah, that's but sexy it's tough because sometimes it just never makes sense when you get in the fitting bay and you start hitting you know your ball your player starts hitting balls and it's like dude this six iron's got 24 degrees of loft you're the highest launch player ever why do you hit this like crap like this club's perfect for you mm-hmm. and it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's different grinds, there's different soles, there's different offsets, there's different shapes. You know, everything is different. Sometimes, you know, the player's miss is high and there's a certain iron with a higher face and all of a sudden, like that performs better just for them. Gels. Whatever, yeah, it just goes, right? Like there's so many times, like I get a, a club like a G700 or an M6 in someone's hands and that club's supposed to send it straight up. But the way they hit it, yeah. they have such low loft already that they're turning their six iron into you know it's just and that's what sucks right Mm -hmm. and then you find the club that it it just works and well you know um, what you know what sucks is how many people don't understand that how many golfers out there on the weekend how many golfers out there on every course in america have no idea that that sucks and they continue to do problem this is the problem right now uh part 18 of <laughs> this. <laughs> All right. This is a great segue at this point. So now you get now you get me riled up. Oh. I've been talking, I've been talking for basically we've been on for two hours and I've been talking for an hour and 45 minutes, please. <laughs> Ryan has finally met his match. Let's just say that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, but no, like as far as it goes, it's they don't want to believe any of that. Like, period. They don't want to believe that that's the answer, that there's that it's sure. just as simple as that. Like yeah. they want to and it's it's really tough that you know, you get people that celebrate like their favorite part about a new club release is that last year's went on sale and I get it for budget purposes, but don't argue with me about performance. It, it does get better for the most part every single year, mm-hmm. maybe not better for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why we don't say like how many times you go, look, you know, well, you're going to buy this set of clubs because they're perfectly fit and they're going to last you as long as you pretty much want to. I mean, unless you change something majorly or you just yeah. like sometimes, you know, something better does come out for you. I mean, you're going to play with these clubs for a long time, right? So it's not we're not asking everybody to come get a new driver every single year. Mm-hmm. The manufacturers aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're a business, they've got to evolve. They've got to continue with their product line and, and grow their brand. You know, but it's like people don't want to hear that there's eight different irons and they could be eight different shapes. They could be eight different lofts. And the one that you just didn't want to, to be the one that works best for you, works best for you. And you feel bad because it's, you know, you're hitting it 15 yards farther, but it's three degrees stronger loft. Like, dude, who cares? Yeah, Do you yeah. hit it higher? Do you, are you going to play better golf? Right. Yep. Um, it should. And what's, what's going to happen is you, maybe you hit your irons really good. And instead in now, now we've created a gap so, all right, cool. You throw an extra wedge. Guess what? You hit your iron so good, that gap wedge is going to be sick. You're going to hit that good. And by the way, since we've gained you a club on the top of your bag, now we can take out a hybrid or a five-wood or a three-wood that you don't like, yeah. and we can replace it with a club that you're actually going to play better golf with because yeah. now you hit your five iron as far as you used to hit your three hybrid. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. Um, nobody wants to hear the truth that sometimes uh they just need to succumb to the fact that people are going to keep making golf clubs are going to keep making them better Mm -hmm. shit's expensive it's golf all right like that's just how it is Mm -hmm. if you want uh 
best instead of being bitter about it and and saying you know they uh, they keep coming out with new stuff. It was like their 13 driver release or, you know, what I got's just fine because you like are proud that, you know, you've got clubs that are five years old and they work just fine. Like that's a, it's okay. Just be willing to admit, like maybe, maybe there's something to like all these professionals and everything like that. Like we work for a company, you know, club champion, their whole goal is to sell golf clubs. Like that's what they do is sell golf clubs. Um, I don't think anybody gets into fitting and goes, Dude, I just, I just really want to sell golf clubs. <laughs> like, if you wanted, to, like, as a fitter, if you just, like, we're salesmen and we need to sell golf clubs, but we need to, like, you could work it. We need PGA to sell people store. golf clubs that they're properly fit for, and they're, they're going to make people better, right? So, okay. more people need to stop thinking it's a, you know, smoke and mirrors kind of like dog and pony show, and like we're trying to do magic tricks, and, and we're pushing buttons on the the track man and the GC quad and like, things well, like that. That's how it works. I mean, there's, I, I can think of. Probably three to four, three to five times a week I hear when I'm because I'm over there a lot working in the front room in front of the television on my conference call. Yes, <laughs> so that's how I hear honorary employee. It's, it's, it's his office. office. Uh, I can do a couple calls today, but I can't tell you how often I hear, "Hey, hey, you know what? Um, you know these ones are going really well for you. Let's not change that." Yeah. Or hey, you know we're close, but. It, why don't we focus over here instead? Yeah, don't right? spend twelve hundred dollars on a set right now. Or like, uh, go spend that on a golf course. Which guy it was that you were uh, well, you were working with? Mm-hmm. And he was really he had this massive, uh, you know, negative. It was like negative six or something like that. Negative five thousand. Uh, you guys are talking down. about swiper on yours. Oh, that was me. Swiper, that was right? me. <laughs> and Julian starts working with him, and then now he's got. I had, Two of them this week. Yeah, and then he's now he's got him down to like one or two. Mm-hmm. And Julian's response is, "Okay, go play with that for yep. like a week, and then if it like then let's retest." Now you're doing that, right? Come you back. I mean, because what we fit for you today is irrelevant if that's going to be your new idea with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's I hear a lot of that that comes out because I think the most proud moments I get to see that are, that are fun are when guys come in and they're like, "I hit this twenty yards further all day today." That yeah that. That is awesome with him mm-hmm. and him and him. Yeah. But it's not awesome with the club pros that are under contract. No, look at him. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> <Keep in>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, people. The club pros that are under contract uh-huh. to sell clubs mm-hmm. and yeah. they don't give a crap. Yeah. Right. And and that is one of the biggest. I, I think golf would be so much more enjoyable for so many people if they took the time to get fit. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. golf would be more enjoyable to more people if they played more golf. Well, not everybody's and, and like you. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> you can, you won't play more golf if it's not fun. Exactly. And you certainly won't play more golf if you don't get better. Oh, absolutely. And the only way and, to get better. If you're going to talk about equipment, is to do what? Play more golf. Is to get fit. Yeah, get fit and play more golf. So then you can play more golf. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things. Like, do you want to play more often? Do you want to play, you know, three and a half, four day. hour rounds instead of five and a half hour rounds because you've hit 20 OB? Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is a perfect example. This Joe sitting yeah, right here. The guy that hit every green or every color. <laughs> one, country club. I mean, a, a, year, a year ago. A year ago, yeah. his Look, dude. No, I'll show. I'll show it. I have it. His swing. Well, Ryan knows my swing, dude. It was well, bad. Seen it too. <laughs> but it's but it's such a difference, you know. But like I said, it, it, the goal is to get people to play more golf, right, and to have more fun playing. Golf. That's that's not and, that's not the goal in the industry. 
and I agree. And yeah, the goal, why, in the, but that's the why these goal guys in are industry, succeeding. like that's why the club champions and the TXGs and look the at that respects oh, are succeeding. Watch, play it. You see my swing. because is because they are changing. In my opinion, it's, it's a different holy. Hope. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, oldie. It's, so. it's a different outcome design. <laughs> yeah, it's right? impressive. So yeah, that was me a year and a half ago, and you know I got so enthralled with the game. It's you know. I've watched every video I possibly could on YouTube. I get oh, no. to work and I I mean, but you know, it's I'm it's kidding. it's educating myself. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't live and die by YouTube. I don't live and die by whatever website or anything. You but should live and die by the Brexit ball. I live and die by the Brexit ball. <laughs> but you know, I take it all in and I'm shameful I'm pretty much self taught. You know, I've gotten two lessons, but you know, I feel like I could go into a fitting and you know, I understand what dynamic loft is. I understand, you know. So what's the best? So what's the, the, the you can name one. Uh, I'm trying to do something. The most there. impactful video you no. watch on YouTube. <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, the, Rick the, Shields the and best Roll. secret source of wisdom. <laughs> Change, I mean, God, so uh, Change me. Secret source of <laughs> Rick Shields and Mike Allspy, though, with Even Roll, I mean, man. Oh. Like, they sold a bunch. I, uh, well, I love Mike Malaska. Wow. Ooh. My father-in-law so, so loves best, Mike Malaska. Best secret source of wisdom, golf wisdom on the internet. Ooh. Me. But it's not. It's, but it's. But it's not. It's. It's not secret. <laughs> it's not secret. It's you, you it's me. the best secret source of wisdom. Stavi. On the internet. Stavi. Is he's, he on the internet? He, he's on Instagram. IG, yeah. He's, okay, you, that's actually Instagram. That's true. He has changed. <laughs> he has changed. He has changed me. He has changed me. Yeah. And it's in a way that I never imagine. What's that? Really personal. Don't do some changes. He has going through some serious yeah. changes. And they're I, better. They're I, for the better. I love how, you, how I love you Stephen. Best, best, best secret source of internet wisdom and goal. How internet do they have to be? On the internet. How about Not the dark web. About? Not the dark web. Reddit some doesn't count. Reddit doesn't it's count. Like, up in your email. Anything in yes. the internet. Yes. What is it? Dude, I gotta be honest. So three of us know him. Actually, works for... A premier fader as well. Uh, his name's James. He's okay. a stud. But sitting on the patio with him at night, like just talking about stuff. Yeah. Mental James. game, mental game, physical game, everything. Where can we find him on the internet? Uh, I know Google is thumbs at James Swanko. At James Swanko. James. Oh my God, that He's guy. He's personable. <laughs> so. James is James is uh, James is uh, my he's are you, is he your RST or no? no. So he's, he's our regional sales director. He's based out of Hilton Head. Um, he now he's not resourceful. He's not he's a bad answer he's, for the internet. He yeah. literally only posts pictures of his kid. And does he's a but, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I've actually yeah, you're just gonna see pictures of his family. I've actually thought about bringing him on, uh, you know, on my Dude, podcast. Just to to you have a podcast. The Brian Golf Show. Oh my goodness! Yeah, nobody that listens to this podcast is going to go to that podcast because <laughs> because nobody's going to listen. Gonna listen. You know what though? You know what though? This is I, I've enjoyed this so much. Um, it's been a lot of fun, like hanging you know, around, like just just talking. I am. He's sitting here right now, going, "How can I end this?" <laughs> I don't want to end it. Other than my right hand is frostbitten, like it, holding this mic, it is frostbitten. Um, but no, I like that. I did. Did I just start to close the show? I didn't. <laughs> but I was saying, like, I've really enjoyed this. But like, but like, I go for. <laughs> Can for, somebody play the music? I got <laughs> music, please. For, uh, for for my podcast, like, I'd, I'd like to 
you know, get the audio of this and chop it definitely like (laughs) (laughs) into different bits. But like, I think there's like, I think, I think this would be my most listened to podcast because I think, um, you know, it gives Johnny wonder might not like that. I can cut it. Well, Johnny wonder needs to plug it more. He unfollowed me. I'm a little upset. Wow. Whoa. You must have, Whoa, you must have taken a promo code that somebody gave you and <laughs> used it. But no, I like I see this being like a really good podcast for me to like split up into like 10 17 quick, episodes. No, just 10 quick no, like, like five minute conversations. Yeah, just like, little like micro I think they're great. Um I think it's it's really cool and you know, a it's bunch of guys audio file, but you we need more mics. That's yeah. the problem, right? Oh, yeah, right. Like, I need like let's, mics. let's be real. I just need – these cost 30 – the one in my hand costs $30. All right? You should do a bunch of them. Yo, pawn shops are the ish. There you go. <laughs> and you got them. Yes. Vegas Joe dropping them off. Yes. Yeah. That, and I would expect nothing we less have, out of somebody from here. We have <laughs> one on every other corner. Oh, I know. Well, this has been awesome. Thanks for coming on. Oh, you're closing the show now. Okay. All right. I guess my close no, isn't good enough. This, um, has been, this has been so fun. I, I'm excited that you came. I'm excited ding. that you agreed to do it. Ding. Right? Excited. So excited, guys. <laughs> Hello, guys. I just want to tell you, I just want to tell you, I am so excited. Everybody is, I am so excited. And then everybody sets up with everybody, you know, saying, all right. All right. All right, guys. All right, guys. guys. Like, like, like. All right, guys. Well, I mean, I really enjoyed the podcast. (laughs) This has been Uh, cool. What's this podcast called? No, I'm just kidding. We were literally chasing daylight tonight (laughs) at Reflection (laughs) Bay, and it was cool. So we're going to chase. Dude, I'm going to, we're going to play like 13 holes. That's it. We're going to have a frost delay. My right hand is going to be frosted. (laughs) It's not Uh, that cold. We're going to have a frost delay, and then. I get to hop on a flight really early. Yeah. I mean, it's early to me. Like, you're going to enjoy LVCC, though. It's, yeah, it's good I, I, you know, I just, if I'm playing with that guy, I'll know I'll have well, fun regardless. Classic. That's know, accurate. He's going to throw his weight around. Is that a thing? He's going to gonna, he's gonna walk in and he's like, <laughs> you know what? Good. I'm just saying I'm, I might be on the number advisory. What's good? <laughs> Do they have good breakfast there at LVCC? We're definitely having breakfast. I want to have breakfast there. I want breakfast now. On the way home, can we stop and get food? Yes, we should. (laughs) Okay, hey. You close it. Uh, My goodness. Thank you. you. How do you you close this? (laughs) My goodness. Uh, Huge shout out to Brian for for, uh, joining us. Who knows, right? He's... He is so cold right now. (laughs) (laughs) My my internet is the greatest source of Uh, Oh, what? Did did we get yours? Brian Brian, oh. Oh, It's it's probably because I connected you with so many people. And you connected me with The new stuff is awesome. What's that? The new stuff's awesome. I like the new new YouTube stuff. Well, I mean, that's... Super pumped. It's new, right? It's super pumped. Now he's pumped. It was excited. Now he's pumped. (laughs) So this is good. Yeah, you rotate. You got a rotation. You I have like brought it. him to All a right? whole new but, level. Yeah, no. <laughs> doing doing the YouTube, it's gonna be it's gonna be slow going. Yeah. It's just it just is because I don't have a passion for it. You know, my passion. It's so hard. Yeah. It, it, I, I mean, just I just look. I I do a mediocre video. I'll never do like a Scorsese. You know, like a Friday egg or or you know Adventures <laughs> in Golf. I'll never do anything like that. I, I just I'm not interested enough in filmmaking in that sense. So I'm just gonna slap the information together just yeah, like I, I would. I look at people will come. Be, I, 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 and I just want one and... person to be benefited by it, and that's all I give a shit about. Boom, that's it right there. 
Oh, is that, that's closed. That's a, now Matt's closing the show. <laughs> hey, I'm going to just say thank you for having me on this podcast and let me talk for a couple no problem, hours. Man. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I hate saying the word literally, and Ryan knows why. I, I literally am upset that you did not make the impossible putt. I only tried like five or six times. I kind of waited on the other side of the on the green, but David made the putt. It was Doc, good. I'm glad Doc I got the witness it. it. Oh, it was Doc. I thought it was you. No, Doc made it. Sick. Yeah, man. We got close Okay. Dang. This just can you can you just yeah yeah Bye. but yeah let's just do that bye oh you want your deep voice back hang on there we go yeah brian brian bye everybody thanks so much for listening to the chasing daylight podcast this has been an amazing time and thank you good one coffee company coffee's freaking awesome that's it, that's it. <laughs>